If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show, episode 165 for Monday, February 19th, 2018. Yep! Welcome back to the Boop Show. It's good to be here. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian uh, Dunaway. Hi. Hello. Good job, Scott. How are you? Good. I have in my hand a brass. Yes. Look at this. A brass D20 die. Look at this thing. What? Yeah. I don't remember That's... where I got it, but I love it. It's very heavy. Maybe you maybe found it in a bird's egg. <laughs> maybe. I Actually, I don't even know if this is brass. It looks like it's colored like brass, and it's heavy. like It's metal, for sure, but I don't know if it's really brass. Maybe painted that Al- way. Aluminum? Uh, I don't think it's aluminum, as our British friends would say. No. I don't actually know. I'm going to put it over here. Why Why would you even have such a 20-sided dice anyway? I, I don't know. Someone gave it to me years ago, and uh, I wasn't playing D&D at all, but I just thought it was cool, so I've had it like on a little shelf just kind of hanging out. And now that I'm playing is, D&D is all the that, time, I just I think about it sometimes, you know? Is that possibly not the most uh, nerdy desire is a 20-sided die? Maybe. There is might... something so... Yeah, it's something about it that just grabs the nerd's soul and it says, yes! Yeah. This is nerdy as it gets. Sure. There's some really good app uh, rollers on phones. Right. Android and what's, iOS have all kinds of cool little... Uh, What's the, uh, dice what's the maximum? Here's a trivia question for you. What's the maximum number of sides a dice can have and still still function, still land on a side without being round? Right. Um, hmm. That's a good question. Are there any bigger than 20? Let's see. Oh, there's definitely bigger than 20. D20. I'd never looked at this. Uh, larger Most than D20. D- oh, it says here. Dot. It says a 1D20. Or sorry, a D120 is the largest yes. mathematical fair dice, uh, fair piece of dice possible. Now you could go bigger, <laughs> but why would you? Good, good luck trying to wait for that thing to stop rolling. I want at a 120. Big, I want like a big. I want one I can have in the house. It's like a, this big. Right. Can I get a big? So one I'm like not. That? Yeah. So I'm talking about number of sides. You're talking about actually size. I'm talking about number of sides. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they are too. 120 sides is as much as you can do and have it still be fair. Meaning, right. Not pivot, uh, in a way that you could still. You have to be able to read the result, right? Like what number right, came right. up, and so that's as big as you can get and have that still be possible somehow. I can't even imagine what that looks like. There's probably something here. I want to say I've seen, or I remember seeing, like uh, something like in the sixty-four range or something like that before. What what's the number? I've I've definitely seen larger than D twenty, but it wasn't anything crazy like over a hundred. I remember it being something like that. Oh, I found it. Okay, so here's a D one twenty. Hold on, son of a goat. Sorry, chat room. This is weird. I know, but I want to is show it you. D forty eight, maybe is that? 
Does that sound like? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, this one is a full 120-sided dice. Oh, look at that. Okay, they don't sell this anymore where I'm looking. I'll put it in the chat room. It's an Amazon right. listing, but uh, you can see how they've crammed stuff in there. So all your 100s are like curved and pointed down. I don't yeah. know what this is for, though. What's this for? Like, what could you Just possibly it's, do it's, with this? It's more, right? It's yeah, more. I guess so. But you wouldn't play D&D with it. Like, I don't, I think that's a weird thing. But anyway. You know, yeah, because most of the stats are going to be most uh, manipulated or most maybe uh, most accurately manipulated with a D20. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. In fact, it, it, they, they specifically call out D20s and say that's right. what you should be using. However, oh, it's very weird. I don't know if you notice this. Google Images now launches, and no matter what, they launch to the site where they got the image. They no longer show it have individually. You, have you seen the reason why? Uh, no. Have they given a reason oh, why? Oh, my gosh. Of course they did. It's been a lawsuit going on for a while. By the way, if you don't know, I don't like Getty Images. And this is just one more stupid reason not to like Getty yeah, Images. Yeah, they kind of threw the gauntlet down, right? Because they're buttons. Yeah, and yeah. I've had I've had uh, partners, because what Getty Images does is they're copyright protectors for pictures. They do a lot of stock photos and also photos for news outlets in the, in the, in the type. Yeah. But they have... They have allowed all of these third-party aggressive, uh, aggressive debt collectors, basically, uh -huh. that go out and use uh, programs to search the internet for Im any images that may be in part or in a whole uh, breaking any of the Getty uh, images or the other people they represent. Hmm. And they don't just ask you to take it down. This happened to a client of mine. They don't just ask you to take it down. No, they extort you by going to the highest possible charge for a photo, and they say, it doesn't matter if you take it down. We want $800 for this stock photo, even though it's normally like $20. <laughs> wow, that's insane. That's, that's, it's insane, yeah. and, they, and they tell you, and they, and they literally can put a, uh, they, they put a bad report on your credit because they say that since you haven't paid it, you owe a debt of that amount, and you haven't paid it in the next number of days, and they just harass you. And they refuse to compromise. Huh. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. It's such a look. I'm all about fair, you know, being fair. You're a fair and, guy, right? Fair-minded Brian right. believes in being fair. I agree. Right, but this is all about punishing, mm -hmm. and it's just oh, it's just not cool. Yeah, that's not cool at all. Don't punish love. Don't don't punish love. It's Mister Rogers' fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, let's celebrate Show it by talking about video games. Why not? Uh, someone in the chat earlier said, Sea of Thieves is coming out, Scott. You should get it. I'm planning on it. I got a lot of friends who want to play. I didn't do either the stress test or the beta test, so I don't have any kind of um, feeling about it yet. But enough people I know want to play that I'm interested in a Sea of Thieves. What's the release date? Is that soon? Soon. It's March, isn't it? Speaking of people stealing photos, Sea of Thieves. Release date. Let's just check real quick. March 20th. So we still have a ways to go. It's almost there. The day after my birthday. Oh That's yeah! Also, usually the first day of spring. Happy, so. happy future birthday, Brian. Oh yeah, we're gonna we'll do celebrate it. it again when we get there. Um, all right. So you may remember, last week on this show we said, "Hey, we should both install and play Rhyme," uh, which was part of PSN's PlayStation Plus uh, freebie deal, and I had already bought it years ago—not years ago, but a long time ago—and had it on Steam. So I thought, "All right, yeah, perfect. I, I'll finally crack that open and play it. You'll play it. We'll come back together here at the table, the meeting table." And we'll discuss our feelings on the game Rhyme, R-I-M-E. And uh, instead, uh, here's what happened. I installed it, 
uh, with all full intentions of playing it, but because I had so much D&D on the mind, I ended up then playing a complete shit ton of Tyranny and then even what? more Original Sin 2. I don't know what's wrong with me, but all I can play is like, uh, you know, team-based, turn-based, D&D-like computer RPGs. <laughs> So this uh, is all the more reason why you should be playing rhyme to get some variety in your diet. Well, I your usually gaming do. Diet I usually is, do. Is you're going to get gaming diabetes playing that way. You don't want to have <laughs> just one side. You're eat, you're eating all sugar. I've never heard anyone saying gaming diabetes before, but you did. And that's great. I, diabetes. 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 Yeah, you won't. You don't want to get gaming. Diabetes. There you go. So mm -mm. Uh, you're right, but I'm just in a hole right now, and I'm really into it, and I can't stop. So that's what I'm I did. In a hole, and I'm really into it. Please <laughs> leave me to capture my hole. it. Yeah, and bring it back <laughs> right here. By the way, Tyranny was on big mega sale this past week on Steam. I still didn't get it. Is it still on sale? Until know. today, right? The 19th? I have no idea, but it's worth getting. I bought it at launch, so I've had it forever. And I played most of it through as a warrior type, and I decided to go back through as a magic caster. But here's the thing about Tyranny that is interesting. You might look at it and go, oh, Pillars of Eternity, or before that, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, or Icewind Dale, or any of these older Infinity Engine-looking CRPGs, computer RPGs. It is very much rooted in that in that uh, tradition, no question. However, what sets Tyranny apart, other than I think really good systems, a great magic system, some other stuff, um, is the fact that you play the bad guy. You're not a plucky young hero who might take down an evil empire. You are the evil empire. And by that, I mean, basically you're what's called a, not an envoy. Um, I've been watching too much of that TV show. Uh, right. What's it called? Fate Binder, I'm called. Silver. Fate Binder. A Fate Binder. Yep, and I work for uh, this guy who is second in command to the to the to the all time bad guy. So imagine Lord of the Rings, and you're working for uh, uh, Saruman. Sorry, yeah, Saruman, right? Uh, or Sauron. Sorry. Uh, so you're working for Sauron. Sauron and Saruman. Their names are too close, and it always pisses me off. It it really is, yeah. and I always get it confused. So are you? So do you start out on top of a tower somewhere? You no, to but whisper to a moth. It's funny no? you say that because I just found a tower, and it's my now home base with like I have port teleportal there stuff there, and I can go anywhere right. around the world I want. And I'm I'm a complete badass. The reason I go into the world in the first place is I have to drop what's called an edict, and uh, I've been commanded by Dude on High. <laughs> oh, you. You called an edict? That's what Yeah, I had drop. to drop an edict. That's what I tell my wife right, when I'm right. like, oh, oh, honey, I gotta go <laughs> drop an edict. The edict is that if you guys don't finish off the resistance in this particular part of the world, the entire valley, the entire mountainous region of this place, both good guys and the armies of the evil who are working with us, you're all going to be wiped out and killed if I say this edict and if you don't fix everything within a certain amount of time. Now, it's not like a countdown timer gameplay-wise, but it's like this right. thing that you you know you all have to do your thing and figure it out. So I is, do this thing where I go, like, uh, like la hubla dida, whatever, and I get all glowy, and it turns and makes everybody go, oh, <laughs> shit, he's, done the, he's dropped the edict. We're all going to die, and then we spend the next chunk of time fixing it. So anyway, my choices are, instead of, you know, like, let me help you. I'll serve whatever. You're chaotic evil pretty much the whole time, but you can right. spare people's lives. Some of your dialogue choices actually really matter and they really F you up, but sometimes it's hard for me to do the mean thing. So I'll just say, 
oh no, I'll let her, I'll, she can live. And everyone's pissed at me because I let somebody live. Uh, so it's that kind of game. And it's super interesting. I really like the art style. And um, it's using roughly the same kind of engine that Pillars used. Uh, but some advanced and advanced stuff. Every, anyway. Every time you say Pillars, I always think you're like very southerly saying Pillows. Oh, pillow! give me a pillar. She had, she had to lay on her pillars. And <laughs> and when she did, she'd just leave all kinds of hair product yeah. on her pillar. I sure wish she'd take a bath before laying down on her pillar. Yeah, exactly. I spent enough time in the South to have heard people say pillar. <laughs> it's usually pillar or pillar. One of yeah. those two. Pillar. Uh, pillars of eternity. Uh, anyway, it's, it's really good, and I like it a lot. And then I thought, well, what am I doing here? This is older... I, you know, I've beaten it once pretty much. I, there was some stuff I never finished, but you know, why am I doing this again? Everybody and their dog says, well, you need to be playing uh divinity original sin two. And I played one and I liked it quite a bit. I played the beta for two and it left me a little lacking. I was like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of, it's fine, but there's a lot of dialogue in here. I'm reading my book. I feel like, meh, meh, meh. like I kind of have, I was a Mr. Complainer about it when it was, uh, they had a beta version that I was allowed to play. And uh, I kind of just put it on the back burner and thought, well, maybe one day, whatever. And then all my friends are into it again, and they're all like, dude, you got to be playing Divinity 3 or 2. And, blah, 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 blah. and I thought, well, all right. I mean, I guess it's on sale again. Let's just get it. It's always at the top of the charts on Steam. Like, that thing sold really, really well. And I thought, well, all right, let's give it a shot. Same kind of deal. Overhead camera, three-quarter view, RPG, very D&D-like, turn-based combat, lots of quests, kind of choose dialogue and do stuff to you know, choose your own way kind of game right right um i'm a skeleton man uh i'm i'm an undead man i look like a skeleton are you skeletor and it, it kind of and it affects other people so when they see me they're like oh you're not flesh and but you're not flesh you're only bone you know like everyone notices i have to when i make friends with people or bringing them onto my team i can't have to let them know that under this hood you'll you'll not find a man you'll find You'll find a, a necromancy undead person, and sometimes people don't like that, and straight up will fight me or leave because they're <laughs> racist or whatever. I don't like your bony face. <laughs> and you can there's lots of other stuff you could be humans and dwarves and elves and a million kind of combos of each and different kind of character classes and all this other stuff. Um, so anyway, I went with like an archer ranger style character, and I'm this undead elf guy. So. Uh, the point of all telling you all of that was that uh, when I played the beta, they didn't have any VO in the game. It was just like text. And I thought, oh, well, that's that's how most of these games are. It'll be mostly text. And that's fine. Right. And whatever. But that's part of what left me a little flat. This game, and now I understand why it's 41 gigabytes. Ter <laughs> sorry. Yeah, 41 gig. A couple of, they have a couple of uh, WAV files, you say? They have, files? they have dialogue for every single interaction including a narrator who will say things in between dialogue like if you say i don't believe i will do this and the lady goes oh i see well then we're going to have to have this discussion at a later time and then the narrator will go she walked back to her closet and found a thing oh, and then came back nice. it's the whole game is like that and i i don't know what it is so it's, it's amazing it's amazing uh oh brian went freezing you froze Hello. That's a really good thing. For what about? Oh, did it freeze? Yeah, you're back now. <laughs> you're back. You, you did this thing where you went, you went, and then you froze, and then you went, oh, cool. and you came back. So you're back. You're fine. I, it's a silly question, I know, right. but I gotta ask it. So I assume that there are listeners of the show who are 
visually impaired to the point they can't see. Sure. Would a game such as this be playable by an individual with vision impairment? Well, do if you they're think? blind, just off the top of your you head, you mean just blind? Right. Do you mean like right? Because you're literally what you're describing is is something that is completely described in an audio form. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, I don't think that would help you that much because because that isn't the whole game isn't just words. It's hmm. me walking around and right clicking, left clicking, picking stuff up, moving things around, throwing a, a fire grenade into a bunch of oil and setting it on a blaze. Yeah. Like it's like like you do. Like a video game. It's a it's a there is if you are blind, no, this game's not gonna work for you. If you're colorblind or you're like a little impaired <laughs> or whatever, sure. Get in. The water's fine, you know. Anyway, I have this lizard who was a king at one point. He's with me now. I forgot his lizard name. Lizard king. He's a it's lizard, lizard king. king, right? Uh, it's re- his name's I forgot, but he's a main character in this sort of story they're building. And anyway, I took him. You can actually play as him, but I chose I chose to make my own dude. So I'm playing oh, yeah. with him, and I added him to my group. And he's constantly just hoity-toity, going, "Hold down one moment. The king needs a man." And he's a lizard. He's a big lizard man. It's fantastic. Right. I really like it. It's beautiful. The graphics like are great. Robot. My 1080 runs it freaking flawlessly at ultra settings and i can't wait to get in there and play it more so that's what i did Cap- instead of playing rhyme that sounds like fun that's a good alternative now captain kipper in the chat room replies to our questions or my question about the vision impaired he says i play pc games with a guy who is legally blind he uses a 30 inch monitor and team kills us from time to time yeah, some people are. We have a guy on our old WoW team. He still plays. I, I haven't been in that team for a while, but he played, um, and he's pretty much legally blind. He has to have a screen right up to his face. Right. Uh, he has some kind of controller setup that some WoW people have figured out a way to kind of make Warcraft work with a controller. Um, but and not like just to control it, but like there's combinations of buttons and things that do stuff that you would normally have to rely on your vision for. And he played. He would raid with us, and he have great DPS, like. It wasn't like he wasn't playing, but he was playing a very different game than we were, obviously, because he had to see, you know, this stuff blown way up and contrast mm-hmm. set to a certain level and all this other stuff. So it's pretty, in, it's pretty intense. But uh, I would love for more people to to play this because the voice work is killing me. It's so good, and there's actually funny stuff in it, and it's also kind of hard. Like it's not an easy RPG by any stretch. Mm-hmm. And you, the combat works like D and D. You kind of take your turns. You you cast your stuff. You can't use everything. You can't use some things multiple times. Uh, you can reposition yourself. You have action points uh, for these battles. You can use the environment, like I said. Like if somebody sets you on fire and there's a water barrel nearby, you can blow that barrel up and it'll put the fire out. But then the smoke makes it really hard for everybody to see. So there's like some, you know, it'll 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 ding your chance to hit and that sort of stuff. Like everything in the game has a role to play, and it's great. pretty awesome. So those overwhelmingly positive reviews in steam are for a reason. I think it's also on PS4 and Xbox now, I think. And the oh, and this and you can do controller on the PC. I prefer not to because I don't think it's as good uh, control-wise, but you can and it works as good as you can expect from a controller for a game like that. It's surprisingly mm. good. So, anyway, that's what I did. It's like D&D in my blood. I can't stop playing things like it, and that's just how it's going to be for a little while. But you Pro, like we promised, played run. We, I not only played, I did, and I didn't only play it by myself. I played it while broadcasting it on Twitch. Uh, and I, at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to play a puzzle game in front of other people because I knew there was a lot of puzzles. 
because I'm a little slow. And I didn't know how entertaining it would be to watch Brian try to figure out stuff. Oh, slow as in you mean the puzzles take you a while to figure out. Yeah, I'm not I'm not exactly the fastest person. I you know, I'm just when I'm not when I'm gaming, I'm just I, I like to take my time. I understand. And so I, I totally played so I did play rhyme. I was hoping Scott would show up. I, I dinged him a couple of times on the PS4 to see if what he'd been playing recently and rhyme was not on the list. So I knew. I knew before I started well, this show. I'm playing it on the I've PC. I've already you. I have it on the PC, so that's where I was gonna play it. But oh you know, I'm just slow. Yeah, whatever. I'm slow right. getting uh-huh. to play rhyme is what I'm slow to do. You were very slow at playing rhyme. So, X- Xbox originally funded this game, right? It was going to be an Xbox arcade exclusive uh, back in its origins. Uh, and originally, it was going to be a survival game. Did you know that, Scott? Oh, right. I forgot about the, the origins of that game. That was supposed to be mm-hmm. an Xbox exclusive. It's totally not now. Maybe it was no, for a while, not. though, was it? Maybe it was a limited time. It. Run? it no, no, it never made it into production while Microsoft was uh, footing the bill. So what happened was they decided that the game they were developing uh, did not fit in uh, with their current uh, structure of Xbox Live. It's mostly the multiplayer and the things we're focused on. Sure, it was Xbox. So, as it says here, it was originally supposed to be a PS4 exclusive and the stuff I'm finding. Oh, uh, it actually it went back over to the uh ps4 okay because sony picked it up next and said hey you know what we'll do it because they were having pretty good success with these cell shaded games uh journey was doing very well and they wanted to get into the indie market and so rhyme came along they changed the way you know some of the story parts the story parts were uh you had a day night cycle uh, where you would do one thing during the day such as try to survive and collect and at nighttime you would set up you could set up like a tower defense kind of thing, uh, and it had one way of going. But then they started; they looked at a different way of going, <clears throat> and when they did, that's where this game I think started really coming together. This play today, uh, which is the game that is more artistic, uh, is story driven. There are puzzles to solve, but you start out with nothing. You're just a kid, and you show up on a, a desert island. You're on a beach. You're wearing a red cape for some reason. Don't ask me why. I haven't figured that part out yet i'm getting there uh and you immediately start wandering around trying not to step on crabs is trying not to get eaten by the seagulls none of that thing affects you it's just a story i built in my head mm-hmm. uh so you you immediately start noticing that there's objects that are, are that are glowing or shining in the environment so you head towards those uh and you start solving puzzles and there's only a few things you can do to solve puzzles which is be in the right area and scream. That's right. The kid screams. Yeah. So that's pretty much his only ability. He goes, ah! So that's it? And, that's uh, his power, screaming. That's pretty much his only power. He, he's pretty good at climbing. I've seen him do some pull-ups. I wouldn't really call it a power. But uh, yeah, so so you walk up to these different idols that are kind of glowing blue. Like there may be like a, a, a fox that's kind of glowing blue, and you'll go up to it, and you'll scream, and an energy ball just flies out of it. This is very, like I said, it's a very artsy game. It's a beautiful game. Cell shaded and everything, and just these great colors, and it just so much mood. The music is fantastic. And you'll yell at a, an object like a, a fox that has like this glowing, and the glow will come off of it and it'll fly away. And you run chase after that. And it'll uh it'll open a door, possibly, or it'll uh, land somewhere, and you'll realize, oh, I've got to do that four more times. 
And so you have to go and look for the next obstacle. It's just like it's not, Ico. It sounds like Ico, everything you're describing. It, it's a lot like Ico. Mm. It's a lot like Ico. That's a really good I comparison. I like Ico. Ico's great. Oh, absolutely. And it seems like just all the little things they put in this game just make it a total user experience that is just is so immersive. Mm. The, the, the little character, the guy... Almost immediately, you notice how much love and care was taken with these characters because it's uneven terrain on most of what you're doing. Uh, so you'll go up and down hills. And when he goes down hills, he has this one type of running gait, this kind of, it looks very, I don't know, it, it looks like it gives it weight, like you're actually going down the hill. And when he climbs up a hill, you can tell, and he slows down just a little bit. So all these little bitty elements just slowly suck you into the story until... You're just you're you just suddenly you've played for an hour and a half and you're like what I even do oh I yelled at a couple of uh, fox statues and I opened a door mm. oh my god what have I do with my life yeah but uh yeah by the, by but the way reviewing reviewing poorly on Switch for performance reasons but really well on yeah. other all the other platforms so there you yeah go. absolutely and that was the thing uh back in I think it was 2016 or so uh the Tequila Works who was the original uh, uh, distributor, uh, repurchased because they were going to, they're the ones who brokered the deal with Xbox. And then I guess the deal moved over to Sony and then they purchased, they got the IP back. And so they, they're in charge of it. Once they did that, they released it to all the other platforms. And most recently the switch, I think got it uh, back in 2017. And you're right. It's not doing it as well. You can see this. Uh, if you go to how long to beat, uh, you'll notice that how long to beat is a website that allows you to see how long it takes to beat a game. It also allows you to keep track of your backlog and uh, it will show you what percentage of people have completed the game on different consoles or different platforms. Like the PC is pretty, you know, a lot of people go maybe like 70% complete on that. Uh, the PlayStation four, it was really high up there. Xbox really high up there. Uh, but the switch at first, I thought, oh, well, it just hasn't been on it long enough. But people are only completing it like at like 10% or something. Yeah, but looking at it now, doing it's more actually, research, like you said. It's even lower. Let's see. Wait, 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 wait. So that's not a rating. It's just that people are going, oh, I, I, can't yeah. go, I can't get through it. because Yeah, frame rate's pretty bad, I guess. Uh, yeah, those, so, uh, so according to that site, main story is going to take you five and a half hours. Main plus extra is six and a half. If you're a completionist, about 10. Oh, this is cool. I forgot this site existed. Mm -hmm is such it is it has been such a integral part to my gaming for 2018 where i said you know what mm. i want to actually complete games so i've been picking games that are current years like in the last year or so and i've been picking games that are between four to ten hours to complete so those are kind of the games i've been playing a lot i've been playing knack which i didn't really talk about this week but i played some more of it yeah. uh, i played rhyme i played at least probably around three hours or so. I'm getting pretty far along, but like I said, I'm a little bit slower than the average player, but I'll tell you, the chat room in uh, on Twitch, uh, people who were watching me, they were all like, they were watching me struggle, and I don't think they wanted to tell me what to do because they wanted me to discover on my own, and I said, people, no, help, yeah, help now, yeah. and so they did, and they would go, oh, you gotta walk over here and do this, because there was like one place I just got totally stuck on, uh, your proximity to certain objects uh, will make an object glow. And once that starts glowing, you can yell at it because it's activated and then it'll move to another 
it'll it'll just fly away. I wish that was like real life. I want real life to be like that. Absolutely, just fly away, baby. So if uh, if if I walk up to certain things, some of the puzzles require you to stand in a very specific place. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you have to like light up like three objects, and that's what was going on with this one. I had to light up three objects, but I couldn't get in a location to where I could light up the three objects. And and being as as thick headed as I am, I kept trying to figure it out on my own. But I was getting so angry. Why was I getting angry? Not because I couldn't find the spot, but because I was following my spirit animal, a fox. And that little mother humper was standing on a rock, barking it up. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. And I'm like, I can't think. Do foxes Stop bark? It. Do foxes bark? I they, This one does. <laughs> okay. And so I that's what I was thinking, that. too. I'm like, why is he barking? So he's barking, and I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to get the right place, and he's, he's just yapping it up. And I'm like, what do you want? And the chat room's like, Brian, he's trying to tell you where to stand. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, well, here here he is. Bar- <laughs> Here's a barking uh, fox. So we can just all hear the sound. There you go. Hold on. Why is this now, right? is this a real fox, or is this rhyme? Real fox. fox. Real fox. Hold on. It's I don't know what's What t- does t- the fox on. say, Driscoll asked. Oh, here you go. Driscoll. Is it? Is it? Wait. Do it. It's waiting. Does it do it like yeah. that? Is that the sound? Yeah, but a lot more. Okay. So, like, just kind of constantly barking like a little yappy dog? Yeah. And, you know, it makes sense. And it's, it's total logic. And this game was originally built to be a sandbox game. So, the environment is kind of kind of open. But they've done the the. The gamer, the developers have done a really good job of keeping me on rails because I am the kind of person that falls off a ledge somewhere. Yes, you do. And then Mm -hmm. I get totally off the track that the developers meant for me to go on. By the way, if you're developing a game and you need somebody to to stress test it, send it to me. (laughs) I'll be in some corner going, well, I don't understand what's going on because that's who I am. Sure. So, yeah, it that's uh, there's a lot of a lot of me doing that. Uh, But it's. It, the music is just sweeping and moody. So when when it's even really emotional when a character is like uh, when the only character is running in a certain area, yeah, uh, his his grunts gets more emotional. It's mm-hmm. it's oh. Most, oh. it's a really good game. I'm giving it to my the RTS. Uh, it's, am I breaking up again? Yeah, but you're back now. It's weird how it I'm speeds back, right? up at the end. It's like your internet cat loses you for a second, holds right. you there, freezes right. you for a second, and then gently brings you back right. to life. It's like it's like the packets are getting stuck, and then it's like, oh, here they all they are. Yeah, they're here, the, and then they just vomit all over me, which is fantastic. Fantastic. But I am trying to understand. I'm trying to uncover a secret in rhyme, which I'm assuming is going to be the eventual answer to why this game is called Rhyme. And so I'm. What I've got gathered so far is that I could possibly be a prince of a king of maybe this island. I don't know. I'm mm. really interested to see where the story goes. So, mm. but all right, just yeah. So I play it, Scott. That I don't want to get right. too far ahead of you. No, it sounds all right. I'm I'm in. I wanna I wanna try rhyme. I wanna play rhyme. I wanna play Owl Boy. Uh, you talked Owlboy's a lot fantastic. about Owl Boy, and so I want to get back to that. So we'll... also played uh, Little Nightmares. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. How's that going there for you? It's going great. I made it to the kitchen. Oh, well done. Uh, mm-hmm. I just got out of the lair, and now I'm in the kitchen, and I thought the lair was bad because it had the guy with the long arms, 
Uh, now I'm dealing with the guy with the fat skin suit. Oh, that sounds great. He's wearing he the is, skin of his enemies. Is that the deal? I He's wearing skin. I don't know if it's his own skin, but if it is his own skin, <laughs> he's wearing it very loosely. <laughs> I'm guessing it's somebody else's skin then. I, you know, I can't quite tell. It's almost <laughs> like there's, it almost looks like he's wearing another outfit and it's, oh, you would love this part. So you get to the kitchen and first you're, tr- you got to sneak by You're you're, if you've never played little nightmares, you're a little small character. You're much smaller than the rest of the characters. And you're basically going through a nightmare. And, uh, it's like a tool video. Like I was telling a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. Tool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like tool the band. Yeah. And so it's very dark. It's very French. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're going along in your little rain slicker, little kid trying to get through this nightmare. And, uh, and now I'm in the kitchen area where everything is just gross and it's just meat. Everything is meat. <laughs> Everywhere you look is a sausage or a, you know, a, or somebody chopping up meat and it's just dripping and oozing everywhere. Wow. And uh, so I'm trying to sneak past the chef. And of course, he's taking his time because he keeps moving to different stations. And I don't know what's in his mind, but he keeps, he'll, he'll like occasionally go, you know what this soup needs? Another wiener. And so he'll go over to the corner and grab a wiener, throw it in there. And I'm like, what are you doing that for? I just tried to sneak by. So I sneak by. Are these man wieners? Uh, no, they're sausage wieners. They're okay. big, giant, food nasty looking. Okay. Yeah, food wieners, okay. I suppose. Sure. I mean, I I, I'm I just guess. wondering because he's like wearing his own skin or whatever or somebody else's skin. It maybe. could be something else. But uh, so, yeah, I, I sneak by him and I inevitably get caught the first time because you don't really know where your final path is until you actually run past a bad guy and fail. And then you can, then you, as you, as he's eating you, you can see off in the distance. Oh, I need to get over there. Yeah. And so none of these deaths have killed, that has killed my character has bothered me until this level. Uh, usually when, a, when, when you would get caught by a long arm guy or something, uh, he would, he would turn away from you and just, and the music would go boom, boom. And you would go, okay, I died. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Let's start over again. Right. In the kitchen, my man with the with the skin suit grabs me and he throws me into a pot of boiling water. And my character just looks in such pain. And I'm like, I almost had to turn it off. I, I just didn't. I mean, it was it was much more graphic. Really? I guess than than it had been. It wasn't like it was bloody or anything. It was just the fact that I actually saw what happened to my character before it was just kind of implied and he turned his back who knows maybe yeah. he snaps my neck i don't know maybe yeah. he bites my head off yeah. i don't know maybe he pets me nicely and calls me george i don't know you should play uh, you whatever. should play final fan or uh, uh resident evil 7 and see what you think about some of what goes on oh there. Uh, if if i could understand the control setup on resident evil 7 i would play the crap out of that because i like the mood it's easy it but, moves like it plays like a first person shooter it's easy it's no big deal didn't, it, it, I mean, controller wise, you just or control wise, you just you know, if you're using a uh, controller, you just move forward and back and aim with the other hand. And if you're shooting a gun, you push trigger. It's just like a shooter. It's nothing weird. Are you thinking of the wrong Resident Evil game? What are you thinking of? You thinking of nope. VR? Is that what you're thinking of? No, no. I, 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 maybe I don't have the right controller setup. The last time I tried to play it, it was like the buttons were all off. It's like, why am I shooting with the, why am I shooting with the triangle? Look at the Y button. What is going? Yeah, and you I shouldn't have, be shooting with that. What the hell is that about? That's weird. Like, I don't know. And I'm like, I, I'm trying to turn around and I'm like, I'm not turning. But then if I do the right thumbstick, it, it turns. But then it's like, I don't, 
So I couldn't understand it. So I finally just quit. I think that's. So maybe I need to go back. Maybe yeah, I had a you need to go back set. in there and check the settings because something went wrong. Something went plays, right. It just I'll plays. Tell you that. It plays like it plays like Call of Duty or anything. It's just like move forward with this stick, left stick, right stick to aim. Well, I played plenty of Call of Duty, but it wasn't playing like that. Yeah. So back to my little nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the dudes. The dudes that okay, so first of all, I thought it was only one kitchen guy. I got upstairs into the 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 skinware guy, and there's there's two toilets up there in a bathroom. Mm. Okay, so maybe there's two people. What's disturbing about it is the proximity of the toilets. They're literally pushed up against each other, each other like a love seat. Ew. So there's like this love seat toilet thing going on. Yuck. And I'm like, no is thanks. he like a Siamese? twin or something and I, I i couldn't figure that part out oh is but that what they do a... is that what if you're connected to the head of somebody else do you have to sit on a, uh, the crap you have to have two crappers right next to each other how's that work how do you how what's the cordon i mean if, if you're, you're sharing, sharing the same, you're... if you're sharing the same head yeah <laughs> yeah well, you, you, do. you are like the girl on tlc that tlc show right. that used to have the if two you, heads and, and if you right one if and you they, got, if you yeah. got if you got two buttholes with one head, <laughs> I mean, right. But but so if you if if girl on the left doesn't need to go, but girl on the right does, you just have to go in there and wait for him. Is that the deal? I guess uh, so. What else are you gonna not, do? Not not in this game. No, in this no, no, game, they this decided game. to make a, a a toilet seat restroom yeah. of love seat toilet. It was it's very disturbing. Yeah. But yeah, the, I found his other twin upstairs. And uh, I'm start. I started getting the idea that oh, there's two of them. I don't really understand why there's two of them, other than just to creep me out. Yeah, that's but probably what worked. that game's trying to do is it creep you out. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much done with the kitchen of the little nightmares. You haven't played it yet. It's a great game. I yeah. think it's on sale for like ten bucks on Steam or has been recently for PC. Yeah. Also on PlayStation Four, uh, they had the complete edition. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun. I bought a sale version of that forever ago. Need to need to just fire it up. Maybe after Rhyme, I'll have a look at that. Fire it up. Yeah, we'll have a see. We'll have a look see. We'll have hey, a, real, we have a two we have a two crapper seat. There you go. Now before I uh, we get into the news proper and kind of carry ourselves out of here, Overwatch League signed its first female player. Everybody, all right. This is good news. Shanghai Dragons, who frankly could use the help because they kind of right, right. suck. Uh, they didn't win a single one of their games in the first round. But anyway, uh, Shanghai Dragons confirms that Jaguri or Gajuri, I don't know which way you say it, or Gaguri. Will join the team. That's her name. Uh, she right. is one of the new players joining the team. Has struggled. Uh, this is a team that has struggled in Overwatch League for its first season. Uh, other new members are joining as well. Uh, she's known for her godlike Zarya skills in Overwatch and has recently expanded her character pool to Diva and Roadhog. So it sounds like a good tank. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she will be joining the team, and we'll see how that goes. But it's cool. The first girl on a team. That's There's zero reason why more girls couldn't be in Overwatch and esports in general, except for uh, they aren't, and they just should be. There's, not, there's nothing hey, about right. them that I means mean, they shouldn't. And, just right. get in. It's, it's good. It is good. It's it, great. It, it, it can't be – yeah. It's always going to be better when there's more than just dudes. Yeah, anytime you can get more than just dirty freaking dudes in there, let's get some ladies in there, okay? Let's mix it up some. And then you'll have to explain your love seat toilet to them. Yeah, and also Brian says toilet, and we say toilet here in America. What do you say, toilet? Toil I say toilet. Oh, now you got it. I, I, if, if I if I get if I get up in the morning off my pillar, <laughs> first thing I do. It's a head to the toilet. 
Yeah, you get off the pillar, go straight to the toilet. My dad used to call it a toilet, like a toilet. Toilet. T O R L E T. Yeah. Yeah. And they used to drive like me that. crazy what you, when he did that. Well, I can't wait for your kids to uh, tell the stories of what you call your bidet. Yeah. Bidet. My bid it. Bidu. <laughs> my Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm probably going to take a poop on my Joe Biden. All right, here's this. Let's get straight to some Nintendo news. Nintendo Switch has been hacked. That's right, everybody. They've yeah. done it. They've cracked it open. Uh, it's going to run full fat Linux and we'll be able to play some Steam games potentially because it could fool Steam into thinking it was running on a Steam box, uh, a, a Steam Linux box and just run Steam games. Uh, so that's pretty crazy. The fail overflow nerds got Linux running on the Switch by using code execution, though they did not say how they got around Nintendo's own operating system and boot process to load up Linux. Uh, as a result, people are, you know, in theory... They're going to get ROMs. They're going to go uh, possibly get every Android game ever made. will probably run on this thing. Yeah, everybody's and, super excited about emulation. If That's what they want to see. I don't yeah, know they want to see because if you, you break this thing apart enough, then emulation happens. Then that happens on PCs. I'm uh, I'm bummed out because I would rather see. <laughs> I don't like I don't like when this stuff gets all torn apart like this. Like Nintendo's got a rad device. They've got a good business model going. Mm. I don't know why we want to tear that down. It seems bad well, to me. Absolutely. I and the question is who's it, who's bad here? Is it the individuals who want to do this to a machine? I don't think so because I, I think as hardware goes, I don't think you can pick up a cheaper piece of hardware that with, with the kind of power it has, uh with the quality it has. Well it's just a Tegra chip. I don't know about uh, there oh, oh, he goes again, they're holding look him up. Hold emulation. And then down. And then down. And then around. There you go. You're and back. You're back. You're back. Uh, that's so weird how that sounds. It sounds like you're being yeah. lifted up into space and then brought back down after you've yeah. been probed well, in the butt. I'm pretty sure it was Nintendo blocking her packets. <laughs> uh, Tegra 1 chip is what's in this thing, and that's a pretty common chip in some other devices. So it's not like this thing is the most powerful thing around. But, you know, for, again, for the price, no, like you said. No, but for it. I mean, for the, the controllers, I mean, the complete package for that price for a emulator? Mm-hmm. Not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, especially if you're going to play, uh, you know, you want retro games. I guess that's a way to do it. I'm personally not going to uh, effectively brick I my know. Switch, but uh, some will, and that's coming up. Microsoft News. Uh, a console launch exclusive, Deep Rock Galactic. <coughs> I say console launch because it's also on PC. I have it. Uh, you have it? I have a pre-release version on Steam that is <clears throat> not technically public. I, I think the developer is giving, uh, gave me oh, an early version. Oh, I hate version. you. I've been trying to get a key. Well, I'll tell you. I haven't played it yet, but I will. It's on my list to play. It I've, I've looks cashed amazing. it in. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic is a bearded brainchild of a team of video game industry veterans who hail from leading studios such as IO Interactive, Ubisoft, Havoc, Deadline Games, and Press Play. Some of those I haven't heard of. Anyway, in 2016, they found themselves with an opportunity to start their own company. So they did. Uh, the name of the company is Ghost Ship Games, and Deep Rock Galactic is their first title. It's a co-op, first-person space mining game full of dwarves. It looks like so much fun. If you haven't been to the website, go look at yep. it. Yep. Uh, they've gone completely procedurally generated, fully destructive caves, Every mission is a chaotic blast, they say. 
Uh, quote, we have had a blast developing the game so far and can't wait to hear from the Xbox community when we launch an Xbox game preview this month. So, if you're into that, keep your eyes on Deep Rock Galactic. And uh, I'm going to get it installed and check it out on Steam. It looks really cool. If you get extra code, uh, don't be stingy, Scott. Yeah. Give Brian. Listen, Brian needs Brian needs love, not just me. I need, Brian needs love. Brian needs love badly. Valkyrie needs food. All right. What else does Microsoft need? Oh, look, they've also got this Fable. Remember the Fable card game they've been talking about forever? They did a Kickstarter no. for it, for it, and everybody's like, what? Kickstarter? That's dumb. This is Fable. You guys should just make it. Well, Fable Fortune, the collectible card game from Flaming Foul Studios, uh, <laughs> leaves early access on February 22nd. I didn't even know this was in early access, but anyway, the free-to-play title will go live on PC and Xbox One at that time. Uh, right. Some of the people that are there are ex-Lionhead people, which makes sense because they made the original Fable games. Um, also, it was originally pitched Fable Fortune on Kickstarter with just a week to go in the campaign. The team had only earned 8,600,000, 000, sorry, 86,000 of its uh, 365,000 ask amount. That's when the studio oh. canceled the campaign, citing a new source of funding. Since then, uh, Mediatonic, Mediatonic, how do you say that, joined the project and uh, received top billing and promotional materials. Fans may recognize the team as the studio responsible for games such as uh, Hattiful Boyfriend and Amateur Surgeon series. Hmm. Anyway, it's finally coming out. So whether this is a Hearthstone killer or not, probably not. But it's no. probably worth checking out at some point if you are so desirous. Would well, you say that again if you're a what? Oh, if you're a Fable fan, you well, can't you, miss out. Eh, can you, though? Can't you? Can't you? Uh, I think I could. I think I could miss out. I think it's fine. Fable's day is long behind it. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think Fable has the push or the the heft that it used to have, for sure. Uh, Sony. <clears throat> Sony has patented a new PSVR motion controller. Oh, yes, that's right. No longer, potentially, will you have to use your snow cone-looking freaking move controller from 2010 to control your PlayStation VR motion control. Uh, this new PR or PR PSVR peripheral utilizes new technologies in order to be more immersive in virtual worlds. The headset is new. Uh, uh, but a good amount of the games for the device uh, use the old controllers. Uh, these two patents were discovered by VR Focus. That's the name of this uh, group. They run a little website. And uh, they show controllers that look a lot like, <clears throat> excuse me, the HTC Vive controllers. I'll show these on the screen chat room. You can take a look at it. Uh, I saw the I saw the uh, illustration. Yeah, they kind of they kind of do. They they, look, anything's got to be better than those, those things they got now, right? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, look, the... The, the move does I mean they were there when they needed them right like it was like oh shit you guys we have to put out a place we have to put out VR oh no okay what, what should we do we don't have controllers uh, just use the move ones we got a billion of these in stock let's sell them now like you kind of have to admire the business acumen of using move controllers but um, right they don't have quite the the level of interactivity absolutely you would like. not because a couple of reasons. First of all, the sensor that detects them is just that one single camera sensor that uh, that the PlayStation 4 has. So getting a room-filled you know, experience is going to be pretty tough. Yep. So these have a little hand strap. They look like, uh, like I said, uh, a lot like Vive controllers. Uh, they're a little shorter, maybe. And uh, they got a trigger underneath, a bunch of buttons on top, including an analog stick in the middle. And probably corresponding PlayStation. So basically, style. they like took the the little navigation, the little secondary navigation thing, and 
plopped it on top of the move controller, kinda, right? Yeah. With that stupid ball. Yeah, kind of that. I think that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, I don't know. And whatever. I don't have a PlayStation VR, at, but right. I'll check this out. And they're looking at kind of going like the the Windows Mixed Reality route, which was to put the sensors in the headgear. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, although I don't know that it's ever yielded much for them outside of just normal VR stuff. I mean, they don't. They, you have to have the camera for location uh, mm-hmm. stuff. So they. So yes and no. And it's also, you know, reportedly, now I don't have one, so I can't say for sure, but everybody I talk to with a PSVR spends a lot of time manually tweaking to make sure everything's working because the camera's not great at sensing your position. And I'll, uh, I'll tell you, it must be uh, closer on the horizon than we probably think because I've seen a huge plummet in prices for the current generation of uh, PSVR headsets. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're going to get new headsets or not, but we're definitely, well, I shouldn't even say definitely. We think we're getting new controllers. We don't know. Right. Time will tell, and so will we. Things on the PC are interesting. PUBG hit 30 million uh, units sold on PC. That was already known. What was not known is how long it would last. And guess what? Player counts are down. No. Sorry. Ugh. Ate lunch late. Player. <laughs> and here it comes. Player, uh, player Unknown's Battlegrounds, smash hit multiplayer survival game. It's not survival. What, uh, who wrote this, Polygon? Uh, uh, you got to survive. You have to wait. Eh, they're using the wrong name. It's not I a survival agree. game. By the way, I did play a bunch. Someone in the chat asked earlier if I've been playing any more of that uh, uh, Subnautica, the survival underwater game thing. I think that game is really nifty and cool, but I don't like survival games, so I kind of have fallen off a bit. I wish there was, I wish it was more quest based or something. I don't know; it's just not my thing. Survival I wish games. all my games were D and D. I would. <laughs> they don't have to be that. I just the the whole everything from Daisy to freaking uh, Rust to this. Like I'm just you know even minecraft i still don't not, care for it it's not your it's not your game it's never it's been okay. my genre it's never been but anyway uh so the game sold a ton of these uh but now the 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 player base has dropped now some would say well that's cuz the free to play alternative is doing really well right now which is fortnite and their battle royale game um and that's free to play it's 100 players plus they have some cool variants on that i think there's something to that i keep noticing it keeps going up in numbers on twitch uh while pubg Absolutely. is going down I mean, you can't expect these things to last forever. That isn't to say PUBG isn't the superior experience. I think it probably is. But, mm. you know, you can only be top dog for so long, man. People come in and they, right. get, they get some other ideas. And before you know it, you're, well, you're having to compete for those players. That's just the way yeah. this chicken uh, roosts itself. The chicken roost, the uh-huh. way the chicken fries. Mm-hmm. The uh, You know, also, there's been a lot of frustration in recent months with all the uh, cheating in, in PUBG yeah. that, that is Probably caused a lot of this frustration, and they're working on fixing that. So, I think you'll see this stabilize. I don't think I don't think it's a plummet. I don't think it's a, like the beginning to the plummet or anything. No, I just think it doesn't feel plummety. It's an adjustment. Yeah, an adjustment. Yeah. There you go. It's like the stock market. You can't go up always. Yeah, and it's it's not like when you jump out of that plane in PUBG. It's not going to just you know ah no it's going to be all right. Oh no, ah, sales are falling. Ah, well, whatever. They've already sold thirty million. They're already in such a success that it's gross. So a little right. a little pullback is probably expected at this point. All right, emails. Let's get to our emails for the week. Email, really. Uh, this one came to us from Justin from Arkansas, or as I like to say, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. In my tornado, 
He said, uh, he sent this to boopshow at gmail.com. He says, Scott and Brian, I recently bought the Secret of Mana remake for PS4. In doing so, I broke two big gaming rules for myself. One, never pre-order a game. So I guess he pre-ordered it. Two, never shop at GameStop. (laughs) I guess he pre-ordered it and shopped at GameStop. Uh, The only reason I broke these rules is because I wanted a physical copy of the Secret of Mana remake uh, because physical copies are limited and available only at GameStop. I had no choice but to pre-order. My question for you guys is this. One, do you have similar gaming rules for yourselves? Two, have you ever broke said gaming rules because you had no choice? Curious to know. Justin. Uh, He says, P.S. Secret of Mana remake is awesome, by the way. All right. Oh, cool. Uh, It's on Steam as well. If I play it, I'll probably get it there. My only rules are uh, I no longer want to collect crap. I'm done with that in my life. I think collecting physical stuff just makes me a partial hoarder, and I don't want to do it. So I don't buy CDs. I don't buy video games anymore that are that are packaged if I can help it. I will always go digital if, at, at most most opportunities. Now, once in a while, there'll be some sale. Like on Amazon, it's like, well, if you get the physical copy of this new Switch game, we'll save you 20%. In those cases, eh, price wins out. I'll, I'll get a physical copy for my Switch at that point. But if right. I can help it, it's all digital all the time. That's my only real rule. And and then I don't like survival games. That's my other rule. I may have mentioned yeah, that earlier a, in the show. That's a rough rule. Yeah. That's a hard, rough rule. Now, Justin, I am I have the same rule that you have, which is never, ever, 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 ever pre order. Unless I don't have an option. In which case I will. Because yeah, Secret of Banner remake, you wanted it, you had to have it, and it was limited, and that's the difference. I never pre order things. They're not limited, uh, and I'm I'm rarely baited into order pre-ordering something because of a you know a special gun in the game or something like that. I I usually don't go for that because usually when I get them, I don't ever use them. Yeah, well, it's a, eh, but if there's a collectible that goes along with it, sometimes I will like the like the the uh, the NES Classic Mini right. that came out. Right. I had to pre-order that. I knew that these buttholes over Nintendo weren't going to make enough. You were sure. And that yep, yep. I was I was absolutely positive. And guess what? I was right. And uh, so I had to do it. But I also, you know, said the buttholes are going to do it again on the Super NES and I ordered it. And guess what? There's plenty. Yeah, so yeah. I took my chance, but I, I, I'm glad I did because I got both of them and there was no penalty. But for you pre-order. didn't have an option to get that any other way. Like you either had to pre-order it or not get it, you know? Well, they, yeah, the Super NES made it to the uh, stores, yeah. so you didn't have to pre-order them. Uh, they promised they would not do the same thing they did with the NES Mini, uh, yeah. and they pretty much came through. So this secret, short, of, short speaking story. of the Secret of Mana game, never yeah. played it originally on the what was it on? Uh, NES. Like this, that's how old it is, right? Isn't the Mana games from at least it's, Super NES like a long time ago? Right. Um, hold on, I can tell you actually. Uh, 16-bit era, Secret Mana display. Oh yeah, it was Super NES, top-down perspective. Super. Uh, blah blah blah. Game features characters and blah, 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 virtual console. Something something. Okay. A lot of people love it. I know oh, that, and I understand it. And Square, it's a Square Enix joint. Um, and and it looks like Stardew Valley, and yeah, d- it does does it? Or does Stardew Some Valley looks like it, is what you're saying. Yeah. That's what you mean. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm so saying. So what I want to know is, 
what do they do in the new version? Is it just re? Is it just remastered like so it runs on modern systems, or does it? Did they do something to it? Because he called it a remake, and I I don't know if I'm I don't know if I get uh, I agree. Right? Yeah, it's kind of a that's that's a good question. A remastering would imply that it was just same story, same gameplay, just redid maybe the audio and and the visuals, and it's definitely a more modern look if you look at it. So I don't know if they use the same game uh, layout so that's a good question i i, I don't know how to answer that all right it's yeah, a the remake re- but they do they, but they do call it a remake well yeah they so. do say that here don't they uh yeah. secret of mana 2018 review hmm. i'll have to look around i'm i'm semi sort of kind of maybe interested in that but i need to know more because i just never played mm-hmm. the original so uh thanks for your email boopshow at gmail.com that's where you send it and you should get out of here we're done frogpants.com slash b-o-o-p that's boop uh if you're boop. looking for the website you can also find us via twitter at boop show brian's at the brian dunaway i'm at scott johnson and uh you can check that out if you want to support the show you can go to frogpants or sorry uh, patreon.com slash frogpants appreciate everyone who does and there's a reddit page reddit dot no sorry boop show dot reddit.com I always look at the the way where you put the R in there and who cares. Right, it's right. Just the subreddit. Boop yeah. show is the thing. And you can go boopshow.reddit.com and you're there. Uh that's it, I think. Brian, you gonna I heard you're gonna play rhyme after this, maybe, or what's the deal? You're thinking about I it? am. I'm gonna I'm gonna go inside, sit on my couch, uh, fire up the PS4, and I'm gonna play a little more rhyme. And you're gonna stream it, right? Twitch stream channel. it? Right, yeah, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. Oh, very nice. Go check that out. Uh, if you are interested in Dungeons and Dragons and all this crap I've been talking about, you might want to check out our There Will Be Dungeon show on Saturdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, starts at 2 Pacific and 5 Eastern. Uh, you can check it out at frogpants.tv. We play every week, and it's fantastic. If you're like, oh, I need to catch up, that's no problem because we have it on podcast, YouTube, uh, Twitch VODs, all that stuff available after the fact. So come live or hard drive. We don't care, but we want you there. Well, it's rhymed. Everything rhymed that I just said. You almost oh. say you almost say rhyme. Too bad you too bad you didn't play rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I would rather you know what? But also, by the way, the word rhyme where you rhyme with people, I wish that was spelled R-I-M-E. Do you know why? Hmm. Because the other spelling is stupid. It's always been dumb. It's long and complicated. Why is it so dumb? Just R-I-M-E. Done. Phonetic, done. There's your English for today, everybody. Yes, we should we should totally make everything phonically spelled. It's, got, it's a great saying. idea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We will, like I said, be back next week with more of The Boop Show. Will you be here? Will you listen in? Well, of course you will. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh.